Tuesday. Or yeah, there we go. All right, we got it, Jeremy. That's good. Uh, yeah, but but seventy days, the baby is actually formed. Well, like, yeah. I mean, I mean there's a heartbeat yeah. at that point. I mean, and I, I didn't know about I didn't know about the legislation they're trying to pass. Uh, they're trying to pass this legislation uh, called the the. It's, it's basically to quote prevent government interference, but it's a it's a pro abortion bill. Please. If you go in there to vote in November and you, you know, you, you see this amendment about limiting government interference, just understand, we're not telling you how to vote. We're just telling you that's a pro-abortion amendment. So it is not pro-life. It's pro-abortion. Yeah. I, uh, I just, I got an email <clears throat> just before I came in here. Uh, you know, you know Kevin Baird, don't you? Yes. Um, so anyway, he sent me, sent an email to me about an, a uh, gathering of godly leaders on October 30th. I didn't tell him I was going to promote this, but I'm going to throw it out there. <clears throat> it's, uh, in fact, uh, our good friend Eric Dillenbeck's going to be uh, presenting this thing, hosted by Pastor Jason Cullum at Christ Church. It's the Governor's Statewide Liaison for Faith and Community. And the governor's faith and community initiative office. Anyway, this is a faith and community initiative uh, gathering, October thirtieth. Maybe I can share later when I get a little bit more information. But it makes you realize the importance of having our leaders, our you know, our government leaders, who are going to stand up to this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, this isn't. Uh, I mean, we, you and I spoke about this earlier in the week. That, uh, and I know we're going to kind of get into that today. That this un, un, what was it? The uh, unconditional conference that Andy Stanley put on. You know, we tend to think that these evil things are going on outside the church, mm-hmm. and they are. And we are as God's uh, representatives to be to stand up to these things. Mm-hmm. And yet now they're filtering. They're they're coming into the church. Well, and uh, unfortunately, this is. This whole thing about this conference, and I, I was telling you before we went on air that um, Christianity Today even came out with an article today saying how murky what Andy Stanley did and said on Sunday was. Like he's, he's saying one thing, and then a few minutes later, he's almost affirming something else is what it sounds like. Right. And so. <clears throat> 
the the whole idea about homosexual marriage, okay, is it, it's you know that one of the big arguments, Brad, is everybody says, well, it you know there's why do why do people pick on that sin versus other sins? Like it it's you know, and they're right. It, there there's lots of sins out there. We we sin. You know, everybody deals with different struggles. But that doesn't make that not a sin to be talked about because a lot of people are not preaching repentance. They're not telling people, listen, and that's why it was so disturbing about um, what they said about that conference is instead of having these keynotes up there who are in homosexual marriage relationships speak about how they felt, why not have people who grew up feeling the way they talked about people feeling and God redeemed them from that <clears throat> and God has helped them either mm. A, be celibate or B, heterosexual married, married the way God yeah. intended it to yeah. be. Well, and, and to say that it's, it's not, uh, that it's not possible that God could deliver them and allow them to live a certain way. I mean, it, it's 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 crazy. As Peter said, God has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you asked, you just mentioned or have you know, repeated what other people have said. Why do y'all focus on this particular sin? Well, to be honest. It's this particular sin that is being shoved down our throat mm-hmm. uh, to not only accept, to tolerate, to accept, and to celebrate. We're not, you don't hear any other sins. Well, I mean, th- there may be a couple, but uh, y- y- nobody's forcing us to tolerate, accept, and celebrate adultery. And nobody's forcing us to tolerate, accept, and celebrate, um, I don't know, thievery. <laughs> uh, you know, we don't accept that. We don't celebrate that. And 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 as a church, we should be preaching repentance anytime people proclaim to want to follow Jesus, and they come because they want to follow Jesus. And they come admitting they are in right now a sinful pattern or a sinful, unrepented of state. You know, over in Revelation, when Jesus is rebuking the churches, he rebukes the church at Thyatira. And the reason he rebukes them is he says, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophet, and by her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality. I I would be very wary of having somebody who is a homosexual pastor speak to, I I wouldn't allow him to speak to my group. And it's not hateful to do that. It's being obedient to God to do that. It, it, is, it is staggering to think the stewardship that a pastor has. The responsibility. James said you're counted 
you're going to be held more accountable. Exactly. I think of my my brother-in-law, Tim, who will go and fill in. I mean, Doug, you have stepped into many pulpits over the last 30-something years. Oh, yeah. And you recognize not only is the pastor who inviting you in responsible, yeah. uh, th- there is a stewardship over those who fill the pulpit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you think of Andy Stanley allowing these people to come and fill the pulpit and to proclaim a false gospel. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's amazing. Um, it, it it is really to me a uh, it's just a sad commentary on where we are within the church culture that's what's upsetting to me is we're not talking even now about churches that parade themselves as progressively liberal you know in mm-hmm. their view of the bible right. andy said at the beginning of his sermon we believe in the new testament sexual ethic we believe what the bible says about marriage we believe we believe we believe all the stuff that you and i would affirm but then the things he then goes towards would be very i don't know very murky about it and it's almost it's very ambiguous and i told you what he said he said i i will not sacrifice ministry for the sake of clarity I still, every time I hear that, I'm thinking, what? Yeah. (laughs) You can't have a, you can't have ministry without clarity. We talked about this the other day. You cannot drive down the street in the dark without your headlights on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, that's not going to end well. Uh, I need clarity as I'm going towards something. Mm -hmm. So what are we going toward? We're, we're, we're going toward Christ. Yes. Uh, We're going toward life and godliness well, we don't know godliness apart from clarity of God's word. Well, yeah, and unfortunately, what he is, I, I don't know how any homosexual person that was there, including the speakers who are, quote, pastors, I use that term very loosely with them, that it would be hard to imagine when they hear him speaking or the people there hear these other speakers speaking that they are feeling some kind of uh, grace or accommodation to the fact that, you know what, uh, really living a celibate life is unattainable and God doesn't want me to be unhappy. I've heard guys say that before, um, but scripture calls it sinful. There's no place in scripture that it is ever affirmed as a, a an okay thing. So well, uh, I think uh, Dr. Moeller did a an exceptional job. In fact, if if our listeners want to see or hear a clear, um, obviously Dr. Moeller articulates very very well. But his uh, his briefing on I think it was Tuesday morning. I just encourage you go go read a sober response of gospel importance responding to Andy Stanley's clarification at North Point on Sunday. Mm. Uh, go go check that out. Doug, I can't help. I th- just scripture just starts to flood my mind. I think of Jesus who said, uh, if your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out yeah. and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Uh, w- 
I mean, obviously we know Andy Stanley's unhitched from the Old Testament, but he's unhitched from the New Testament. Well, yeah, and that's why I'm saying when Andy uh, basically um, treats the homosexual issue um, as something, like he even says, that's as close as they can get to a New Testament framework for marriage to marry a man and be monogamous. That's what he says, right? Mm. So imagine putting any other sin in that in that category. Like I mean, like, well, you know what? I I didn't want to murder the guy, but I mean I but I I had to. Mm. You know? Um I I I had to murder him because there was not going to be any justice. And the Bible talks about justice, so you know, that's as close as I could get to the New Testament framework because nobody's bringing ju- justice to him. So I was responsible. <clears throat> well, you can justify and rationalize any sin out there and twist the scripture with comments like that. There's well, that would be the, like me discipling somebody. And I, I do this often uh, who may be struggling with a the sin of pornography. Yeah. But what if I told him, you know what? It's okay as long as you're faithful to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you're faithful to that sin, you know what? You're good. I mean, that's really what's being said. You're being monogamous to that sin. Yeah, you're just faithful to that sin. That's all he's talking about. Yeah, isn't that ridiculous? It's crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. Well, goodness. I know we're going to get further into this, and uh, for you guys who are maybe tuning into SWAT for the first time, this is not typical. Uh, we just uh, we got a little cut, cut off on Monday, weren't, weren't able to really dig into this. Well, this, and, and uh, it is something, topic. according to what Jesus told Thyatira, according to what Jude says, this is an issue we need to Absolutely. Yeah. We're to confront this kind of stuff. <clears throat> if you want to call this afternoon... Hey, the the lines are open, 844-777-7928, 844-777-SWAT. If you have a question or comment, if you don't want to call us, email us at ask at SWATradio.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. Joshua 1.9 states, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Highway to Eternity Ministries is dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope. The ministry seeks to serve those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. 
They use published works to teach God's word and share the encouraging testimonies of lives that have been transformed through God's power and grace. Highway to Eternity Ministry serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175 or visit www.highwaytoeternity.com. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a proud sponsor of SWAT Radio. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network, Palatka listens at 91.9. I've been held by Savior. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Friday afternoon. A little different format today. Usually uh, David Gray or some other SWAT brothers in studio with me, and uh, we're working through the text. But uh, we, we're going to deviate from that today and uh, kind of talk about this this unconditional conference we're not going to talk as much about the conference as maybe the how do we respond to this conference well yeah and how andy stanley responded to al moeller which is important but listen i do want to say this if you are listening out there and maybe you just flipped it on and uh, maybe you uh, struggle with same-sex attraction maybe you're in a same-sex relationship maybe you have a, a child with the same sex, I, I want to apologize for the way some Christians have acted because there are people um, who treat people mean spirited, or that because of their they allow their zeal to get in front of their compassion, and as as people who come from sin from a background, every human being has come from his own background of sin. We we don't need to be condescending to gay people or people who are homosexual or lesbians or even transgender. We need to treat people like that who are confused with compassion and love. So I, I do agree with Andy Stanley about that. Yes, absolutely. But we never, <clears throat> ever affirm their sin or their rebellion against God's standards. I mean, that what they're doing is almost like saying, hey, you can come to our church and come be a part of our body if you're a drunk. And yeah. uh, you know what? It's okay. Come drunk. We just want you to come and listen and, and not calling them to turn from that. You don't give them alcohol or you don't say, you know what? Alcohol is not so bad. You know, in fact, it doesn't even say in scripture you can't. Jesus threw a party. People say that. Mm. You don't say that to an alcoholic. <laughs> you know, you tell the alcoholic, if if someone's an alcoholic, they have a problem with alcohol. They need to walk away from that. They need mm -hmm. to repent yeah. of letting it be an idol. You know, you you welcome you welcome you can welcome somebody who struggles with anything, but you just don't affirm their sin. 
you preach repentance. Well, and <clears throat> I agree with you. And I think uh, that's it, it's critical that if we're going to minister to people, lost people, uh, if we're going to minister to the flock, uh, Andy Stanley uses the term, we're drawing circles, not lines. Yes. Well, the fact is, Jesus drew lines. Yes, he 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 invited everyone, mm-hmm. but he drew lines, mm-hmm. and and we're not here to draw. We're not drawing our own lines. Mm-hmm. We're drawing God's lines. God mm-hmm. drew the lines, and yeah. it, it's it's just like you you get in your car today and you drive down the road. There's some lines, yeah, <laughs> and, and there's some lines that are created to help us to protect us and to guard us if i run the red light down the street i'm risking serious harm not only me but to others and if we just say hey this this little sin let's stop calling it sin Mm -hmm. it's it's all right you know what you're gonna have a hard time overcoming that sin uh therefore let's go ahead and accept it tolerate it celebrate it you know whatever you want to call it and uh i just think that's dangerous well and paul made paul when he was talking to the corinthian church um made a distinction about the body and he said you know the body's the temple and yeah. you, and you, when you sin sexually you sin against your own body yeah anyway i know we got a caller chris welcome to swat radio uh oh he hung up <laughs> call back chris sorry sorry we, about we, that. we, we were there talk, uh, call back we'd love to hear your question um, you know, typically, I mean, like we'll try to get to you, but we, we do, <laughs> we want to kind of finish our thought there, Chris. So feel free to call back in. We'd love to have you call in and comment, you know, uh, Brad, that sexuality between a man and a woman marriage between a man and a woman is a very sacred thing. One, it's a gift from God as you just witnessed in your own daughter's wedding. Mm-hmm. It is given so that we would populate the earth we would also uh, glorify christ because marriage is the illustration of the church and jesus so to desecrate that yeah. yeah is um i mean with homosexuality is basically saying god we don't like your design that's what it's doing your right. design is flawed i know you you said that a man should be with a woman, but I don't think that's right. And I'm going to reinterpret what, what I think is right. That's what yeah, we're doing. Yeah. Well, and you and I would both agree. We're not, we're not setting this particular sin, the sin of homosexuality, uh, any higher than the sin of adultery. Or even, as Jesus said, if you look at a woman in lust, you've committed adultery in your heart. Listen, Doug, if I came to you every every day and said, man, Doug, I am I am lusting in my heart. Not acting on it, but I'm lusting in my heart. Yeah. What is that? That's a heart problem. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter whether I act on it. Well, it does matter whether I act on it because it not only impacts me, it impacts those that I love and care mm. about. And I think the whole idea, uh, listen, if we accept this, this sin of homosexuality, You've just opened the door to accept a lot of sins that are that are going to just flood the church. Well, this all goes back, Brad. You remember when Andy Stanley said, um, I don't know, it was a couple of years ago, I think, you have to unhitch from the Old Testament. 
He did a whole series. We have to stop saying the Bible says. We, we have to stop focusing on the authority of Scripture. And, and it came out in one of the things he said on to his message on Sunday. He said, I've asked a lot of people this question. Has sex outside of your marriage or outside of marriage made life better or more complicated? That's a very utilitarian and pragmatic view of marriage. He never said, what do you think God thinks about this? Because he doesn't go there. He's trying to help them understand that if they want a better life, then they need to do it God's way. But he doesn't want to mention God in the process. And he spent a lot of time talking about North Point and their experience with kids coming out, how they feel safe there. Um, if you're walking in rebellion against God and his word, you should feel welcome to come in, but you should feel conviction in your heart mm. that this is not the person I want to be. And he said they already feel that, but they can't help themselves. He says, because God hasn't answered their prayer and he gives them victim status. And so the message, the message is God's message is marriage is between a man and a woman. And we cannot shy away from that. No shepherd of God's people should ever shy away from declaring what God has declared in his word. Paul said, I declared the whole counsel of God to you. I didn't shrink back from saying anything. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it makes me think of 1 Kings 18. You remember in Elijah where um, the people, what was going on in Elijah uh, back in uh, 1 Kings 18, the people of Israel, Ahab, Jezebel, uh, they, they had prophets of Baal and Asherah, and these were the gods of thunder, and they believed if they had these idol-worshiping orgy sessions mm. that they could induce the gods to bring rain. That was the pagan worship. And the children of Israel were, were worshiping Yahweh but also joining in this because they wanted to cover all their bases. And Elijah said, how long are you going to limp between these two mm. <clears throat> ideals and that's the same way for the church we cannot capitulate between well you know they're really victims uh we there's no victim part of yeah. the sin issue yeah. <clears throat> i mean we're born with a sin nature and we all choose to make those choices yeah absolutely and and <clears throat> um i haven't listened to the whole message i probably need to do that and I think you've said it's available online it somewhere. Is. You can do it. And, and I'm talking about Andy Stanley's message to the congregation at North Point on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And it was a it was a response essentially to Dr. Moeller's uh, letter to Andy. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, it's just I, I was thinking First uh, Corinthians ten thirteen. You kind of alluded to it earlier. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man mm -hmm. listen the temptation whether it be to homosexuality 
or adultery or stealing or uh, using God's name in vain, that's not uncommon to man. Mm -hmm. But the scripture says God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, it will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Again, if, if this is allowed into the church, and you, you mentioned it on Wednesday, this is, going to be a, this is going to be a major division in the church today. It, it, it is. And, you know, when we come back, I, I just I want to remind people that Andy Stanley is not the first large church pastor to not be willing to speak out on this issue. Joel Osteen was asked about it. He refused. So when we come back, I want to talk about how these pastors who say they love the Word of God are teaching and allowing this to go unchecked. And it's really not. less, but people are happier with it. That sounds like something to look into. And that is MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for healthcare can save many families up to 500 bucks a month. And that is huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. Expect some delays because of a crash on I-95 northbound before I-10 near downtown. Also, there's an accident on I-95 northbound at University Boulevard. And there's congestion on the East Beltway, 295 southbound near Atlantic Boulevard. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 69. Saturday, mostly sunny, high 87. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. Look down from a broken sky, traced out by the city lights. My world from a mile high Best seat in the house tonight Touchdown in the cold black top Hold on for the sudden stop Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Friday afternoon. We're glad you tuned in. If you want to call this afternoon, what a topic to talk to call on. 844-777-7928. We are... We're having a discussion about, um, well, I was going to say it's about Dr. Moeller's response to Andy Stanley, but it's really well, just well, well, how so we respond. How, how, do, how do we respond when we hear of a conference called the Unconditional Conference that is, I'll, I'll just say it and talk about the message that Andy Stanley shared on Sunday. It is an acceptance of sin. Yeah, well, it's Plain just, it's basically saying we're going to welcome people into our church who 
don't really want to be non-repentant who call themselves followers of Jesus and they're struggling with their homosexual marriage, but they're here. And as long as they want to be here, we're going to let them come and, and no preaching on repentance. No. And, and I mentioned Joel Osteen. And the reason I mentioned Joel is because Joel is, uh, got one of the biggest churches by many they view him as quote america's pastor he's even been referred to that he's not my pastor i don't even know if he's really a pastor um he he stands up on his sunday broadcast or whatever he says this is my bible i am what it says i am i have what it says i have i can do what it says i can do today i will be taught the word of god which is not true. He doesn't exposit scripture. Mm -hmm. He gets up, he'll give a scripture verse and then he goes, I've listened to his messages. Uh, They they could be Zig Ziglar talking to you because they're just positive. Not that there's anything wrong with Zig Ziglar, but when you go into church, you gather for the teaching of God's word and the fellowship of the body. And he says, my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. I'm about to receive the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the Word of God. I'll never be the same, never, never, never. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. That's what he starts his service off with. and and But and, then he doesn't open the Word. No, and then he's asked in an interview um, about, you know, is it wrong? Is homosexuality a sin? Um and he said he does believe it's a sin, but he doesn't focus on that in his sermons. Uh, he, he goes, I feel like in Christianity we categorize sin. I mean, pride's a sin. Being critical's a sin. Being See, what he's doing is deflecting from speaking truthfully about this issue and trying to minimize it because there's a lot of people that get, will be upset if he says homosexuality's a sin. They don't want that. That's hate speech in a lot of places. And 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 this is what he says. I'm sorry. I don't think homosexuality is God's best. That's the best he can do. Mm. Think about that. Well, you know, I don't think adultery is God's best for you. That's like Andy Stanley saying it's complicated when you have sex outside of marriage. That's that's a light way of dealing with it. It's very lightweight. And then um, he uh, he goes, do you think uh, he's asked by the interviewer, can you this is on CNN? Can you be gay? Can you choose to be gay or not gay? Uh, you think you choose to be straight? And he goes, you know, I didn't choose to be straight. That's just who I am. I, I, I mean, like. You. You. There just needs to be clarity, and he, like Andy Stanley, they don't want to speak with clarity because they feel like it's not loving to do that, but it is unloving to not speak with clarity in relation to God's truth. When, when listen, Brad, and I know you feel this way. We've talked about it before. I want you to speak with clarity to me. Yeah. about God's yeah. word. Yeah. If I'm stepping over, I want to know about it. Yeah. And I know you feel the same way. Well, and I think that's been the <clears throat> uh that's been the maybe the concern not on our part. It hasn't been a concern on our part. Obviously, 
we're not speaking into this particular topic because we think it's a it's a sin that's worse than another sin absolutely not the, the reality is we have god's word we have god's spirit that dwells in the believer mm-hmm. so that we might glorify god in our bodies uh, you were there at my daughter's wedding you know i talked about how from the time uh, we brought her home from the hospital that we prayed over her mm-hmm. we pro- prayed over uh, for her mind we prayed for her heart that it would be receptive and tender to the gospel we prayed that her mind would be renewed in the truth of god's word not in not in a culture uh we didn't want her identity to be rooted in you know whether she was a girl whether she was a boy whether she was this or that that it would be rooted in the fact that she was a child of god mm-hmm. I, I wanted her 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 body to remain pure and and the reality is, how would we know what pure is if we didn't have God's word? Mm-hmm. We we are to remain pure, uh, not just as it relates to sexual sin, but all sin. So we're not putting our finger on this particular sin because we think it's heavier than another sin. We're, this is coming out because, once again, a pastor is basically not calling it what it really is it is sin it is and to joel osteen's credit he at least said it it was sin uh he but then he he got mushy um you well know, i think of you know second uh, corinthians 11 verse 13 for such men are false prophets deceitful workmen disguising themselves as apostles of christ mm-hmm. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Mm. He says, so it's no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Well, there's a there's a lot of people out there, including Jen Hatmaker, and yes, I throw her name out because her daughter is a lesbian, uh, and she, she has... Um, obviously switched over to her viewpoint you know she was very popular on the women's circuit for a long time and and the same thing that she kind of said is what a lot of people say is well we know more about homosexuality today and what the bible talks about homosexuality is different it's if as long as it's monogamous today which is absurd uh are, are we really saying that that God meant something different about it 2,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago. And I said this this morning. I was talking to the guys at the SWAT group. By the way, I had a good group down in St. Augustine this morning for uh, this week's SWAT. And um, I was just saying no culture in or civilization that I know of in history has ever as a culture embraced it as a good thing. Now, the Romans did it. The Grecians did it. There have been cultures that have done it, but they knew and they never said, this is good. Mm. It was always seen behind the, it was behind the scenes. It was never, you know, publicly flaunted as a good thing. Only after the 60s and 70s in America did it really start to become legitimized. And even then it took, what, till the like mm. 90s, 80s and 90s? And now we're full-fledged. The government is saying 
hey, we don't only say it's good, we endorse it and 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 they're they're trying to get they don't have it yet, but they're trying to get civil rights status for it, which is insane. I was thinking of uh <clears throat> I think as we ended Acts uh where it says Pay careful attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers mm-hmm. to care for the church of God, which he, that being Jesus, obtained with his own blood. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is just the beginning of acceptance of sin. And if we don't confront it, again, we're not just confronting this particular sin. We'll confront any sin. Mm-hmm. And we're going to confront any false teacher who says this is this is okay. And understand what what we're dealing with today. It's another issue to deal with it outside of the church. Absolutely. But we're talking about people who say they love Jesus, who say Jesus is okay with them in this relationship, or as a transgender, mm. or it, it, that he's okay with that, and. Uh, there's this phrase going around that you know you can be whatever you want to be with god and the thing is you can't change your gender and and your gender is not determined by your external features Hmm. your gender is determined by god through your dna that is unchangeable nobody's changing the dna uh, of of a male to a female or a female to male all they're doing is trying to change the outside but you can put lipstick on a pig it's still a pig right it is i mean it doesn't matter what you change on the outside it's there and we're being told brad and their people have been put in jail in other countries because they're speaking the truth about this and it's coming here you better get ready it's coming no no doubt and uh hopefully we uh are encouraging one another to stand up and to be bold and to speak truth to those we love 844-777-7928 give us a call we'd love to hear from you we'll be right back after the break this program has the potential to reach millions of men each week if you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about jesus through god's word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. 904-580-7255. That's 904-480-7255. And online at guardiangroupjacks.com. That's guardiangroupjacks.com. The Guardian Group. Happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth.
the Florida Georgia Truth Network on the air in St. Mary's at 91.3. Sky traced out by the city lights, my world from a mile high. Best seat in the house tonight. Touchdown in the cold black top. Hold on for the sudden stop. Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad and Doug here on this Friday afternoon. Glad you tuned in. Call in 844 777 That's 844-777-SWAT. Love to hear from you. Um, Doug, I was just scrolling, just kind of looking. Um, Ephesians 5, verse 12, For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. Remember, these issues used to be in secret. Oh, yeah. Uh, now they're just out in the public verse 13 but when anything is exposed by the light it becomes visible okay we're not uh, we're not talking about this because it's in secret we're talking about this because it is in the light it is fully exposed in verse 14 of ephesians 5 for if anything that becomes visible is light therefore it says awake O sleeper Hmm. and arise from the dead and christ will shine on you listen we had better open we had better wake up (laughs) uh because this is no longer in secret yeah um romans 1 says god gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie. They worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions for women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. The men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves a due penalty. For their error, and since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanders, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless, though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but they give approval to those who practice them. Yeah, yeah. And and that's kind of what we're talking about today is yeah. the approval that we have given over to this particular sin. Yeah, it's terrible because and and listen, you can say we aren't condoning sin, we're we're restoring relationships, which is what Andy Stanley said. But the 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 three speakers that you have as three of your keynotes affirm gay monogamous relationships. Well, what does it mean to restore relationships? 
Are we talking about restoring a relationship man to man? Yes. Or man to yeah, God? No, it's man to man. That's yeah. what they're talking about. So I, I kind of shared this at uh, my daughter's uh, wedding is that, and this was my instruction to my soon to be son in law, who's now my son in law, is that you cannot love my daughter, Hannah, until you first love God. Mm-hmm. In other words, your ability to love your your bride, your ability, Doug, to love Lori, my ability to love Vicky, has got to become a right relationship with God. Uh, because I can only love my wife as Christ loved the church when I am fully embraced by God. You know, yes, sin and all, but the reality is God doesn't want me. He, he wants me to be pure. Uh, I was thinking of Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Listen to this, verse 26, that he might sanctify her, mm-hmm. having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor, mm-hmm. without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. Mm-hmm. Again, homosexuality, transgender, all this stuff, these are blemishes. These are spots on the wedding dress. (laughs) Well, Corinth was one of the most immoral places mentioned in the Bible. I mean, it was, was, in fact, they had a term called to Corinthianize somebody, which was basically just, you're so sexually immoral, that term would be applied to you. And Paul wrote to them, and he says, listen, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor the drunkards, nor revelers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom. So Paul is not just limiting it to homosexuality. He's throwing in all that. And he says, and this is the, if you're listening out there and you know somebody who struggles with same-sex attraction or you have a child, then then pray this, because Paul says, such were some of you, but they're not. Not You were washed. He says, you were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of God. That's the problem with the conference they had. There was no people telling them, hey, you don't have to be this way. It's like we understand how painful it is. We understand that, you know, you haven't been treated well. We understand that you go through a lot of torment. We want to help you, you know. And we should have that approach. Yes, but you can't give them affirmation without the truth. Right. That's just well, terrible. Well, that's, that's the sad part. But Jesus looked at Jerusalem and, and he wept because they were sheep without a shepherd. That's the way we should feel toward these people. Yeah. I, I listen, I know people who are homosexual. Yeah. I, I have a burden for them. But if I truly have a burden for them and love them, you don't love people by telling them it's okay. No. no. You you said it many times. It's like uh it's like knowing there's a bridge out down the road and you just let people keep on going mm-hmm. and you don't stop them. Yeah, They're yeah. heading for destruction, 
but we love them so much we're just going to let them keep going yeah that's just not loving at all and the bible like you said it's in the new testament but it goes to the old testament and you know unfortunately again i'm so sorry that some of the people that have gone out and picketed parades and bars and you know different things out there have had signs that are very hateful because i i do think jesus would have wanted to have dialogue so i i applaud the the part of andy stanley that says hey we want to have dialogue but we've got to consistently communicate to people that homosexuality is a sin homosexuality is wrong and you cannot be in a relationship with the lord jesus christ and pursuing that at the same time those two things are going in separate directions and um you know yeah i i agree with you doug i applaud uh andy stanley's compassion for the this group of people um i pray that we would have uh, similar compassion but i pray that we would respond differently to that compassion mm. that we would be clear about what god's word says mm-hmm. jude 1 verse 7 just as sodom and gomorrah and the surrounding cities which likewise indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desire serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. Mm-hmm. We love people. We don't want them to experience that. Yeah. And, you know, in First Peter 3, uh, verse 15, it says, In your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense, right? We use that a lot in evangelism to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect. Yeah. And, and we have lost some of that. We don't. And we, we need to be repentant about that. We need to repent if we've been unloving to somebody, if we've treated them in a hateful way. And, uh, but the Bible is clear. Just stating the truth about what God's Word says is not hateful. Yeah, Telling somebody... And hate, you know, with hate, I mean, there is, there has been hateful speech that has been given No doubt. and we need to make a distinction. We're going to speak the truth in love. Uh, like Paul says in for er, Ephesians four and, but we're going to speak the truth. Yeah. We're not going to compromise. And that's what was unfortunate, even about Andy, Andy Stanley's message to his church, um, I, I didn't hear a reference that I remember to the Bible in the message or there was no former homosexuals who stood up who said, I've been transformed by the love of Christ or by the gospel. And, um, you know, I, it's just sad to me because North Point has been very influential. They are influencing a lot of people. And unfortunately, I think they're leading them in a bad direction right now as it relates to this issue. And so if you are a pastor, if you're a church leader, you want to make sure that um, you love the sinner, but never affirm the sin. Be careful that you don't communicate that you affirm the sin. I'll tell you, I I don't know that Andy Stanley 
feels like Brad, he is affirming the sin. I think he really thinks he's doing a good thing. It's his pragmatism that is winning mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. But he has been rebuked now by several Christian leaders, not just one or two. And to my knowledge, there's not been any public repentance over it. Yeah. So uh, I agree. I, <clears throat> I think of First Timothy 1, verse 8. I'll close with this. It says, Now we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully, understanding this, that the law is not laid down for the just, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who strike their fathers and mothers for murders, the sexually immoral men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine, in accordance with the gospel of the glory of the blessed God with which I have been entrusted. Mm-hmm. That's Paul speaking to his child in the faith, Timothy. Listen, we have been stewards over the gospel. We're to preach it, proclaim it, herald it, call it out. It needs to be called out, These kind of this kind of false teaching. It does. Well, Brad, thanks for letting me join you this Friday. <laughs> uh, Loved it. I, I'll be back.